You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: the roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hey, everybody. Great to talk to you after a long weekend for me. Hope that you had a fabulous couple of days. We get you rolling right into football season, college football this weekend, the NFL a week from Thursday with Buffalo at the Rams, and then everybody else plays on the 11th and the 12th. So we are right there, and I am pumped to be able to talk about football. Yesterday, the big news with the 49ers uh, being able to restructure Jimmy Garoppolo's contract, which for the time being keeps him in San Francisco. I think this is a fabulous move for San Francisco. This gives them an insurance policy behind an unknown in Trey Lance. I mean, you know, Kyle Shanahan can say whatever he wants, you know, about that Trey Lance has the keys to the car and blah, blah, blah. And John, hey, you know what? We're going to see with our own eyes beginning September 11th in Chicago. Okay. You know, I don't really care what Kyle Shanahan says. I don't care what John Lynch says. I want to see it with my own eyes. Okay. That's what it's all about. And the Niners have a cupcake schedule to start this season. They have a couple of very easy games coming out of the gate to give Lance some confidence. But if he does not play well, you're delusional if you don't think that the Niners will put Jimmy Garoppolo in the game. You can't do that to the 52 other players in your locker room. All right? You just can't. Now, maybe this is a moot conversation. Maybe Lance plays very well in Chicago and plays very well in week two. Or... He shows signs of real hope and a real bona fide future. And then it really doesn't matter. All right. Then he's your quarterback and he'll be your quarterback unless he gets hurt. That's another possibility. But based on what I've seen, the question marks and the uncertainty surrounding Lance is significant, in my opinion. And that to me is the best case scenario for the 49ers to have a quarterback that was 35 and 16 as a starter. And when Garoppolo has not been under center with Kyle Shanahan as the coach of the 49ers, San Francisco was eight and 28. So later, let's not ignore those numbers. All right. Let's not ignore those numbers. And if you think that the 49ers would not go back to Jimmy Garoppolo, if Trey Lance does not play well in the month of September, you're kidding yourself. They absolutely would. All right. Now I'm not saying that they made a mistake in drafting Lance. That is way premature. That's really putting a cart ahead of the horse here. But what I am saying is teams make mistakes all the time. The Chicago Bears with Mitchell Trubisky. Oh, yeah, who did they make a deal with? San Francisco to move up one spot. They gave up a lot. Trubisky's not even with the Bears. They made a mistake. They admitted they made a mistake. They moved on, and now they have Justin Fields as quarterback. Again, I'm not saying that Trey Lance is going to be Mitchell Trubisky, but he could be. And if that's the case, you got Jimmy Garoppolo – Because to me, the 49ers, 
are a Super Bowl caliber team with Jimmy Garoppolo on the roster. I don't know if they're a super caliber team with Trey Lance because I haven't seen Lance enough to be able to determine whether he can take a team that far. But I already know that Garoppolo can because he's done it. So I think this is a phenomenal move. Phenomenal move. And I'm not worried about Trey Lance and how he feels. You know, Kyle Shanahan said that they talked to Trey Lance, that he was on board with it, that he knew exactly what the 49ers were going to do. If Trey Lance is worth his weight, all right, he's not going to worry about Jimmy Garoppolo being the backup quarterback, all right? It's Trey Lance's team right now. It's his time to shine, okay? And the fact that Garoppolo is on the roster, to me, does not hinder, it doesn't affect, it doesn't have any negativity at all towards Lance. If Lance is going to be the real deal, then he'll be the real deal. And it doesn't matter whether Garoppolo is the backup quarterback or Tim Tuktu is the backup quarterback. All right. If he's good and he believes in himself, then he has nothing to worry about. But if he doesn't play well, the Niners and their fans now know that they have Jimmy Garoppolo waiting in the bullpen that Kyle Shanahan can call. And I think that is a phenomenal situation. Name me a team in the National Football League that has a better backup quarterback than the 49ers do right now they are golden right now with the depth now I'm a little concerned about their offensive line still I think that could be an issue but I'm not worried about Trey Lance getting hurt anymore if I'm a Niners fan that was a huge concern what happens if Lance gets hurt what happens if Lance gets hurt well now if Lance gets hurt you've got a quarterback that you already know can win and take your team pretty far so I think that is a phenomenal situation for the 49ers I don't see any negatives at all to having Jimmy Garoppolo on the on the team none I can't think of one negative at all it makes the 49ers a deeper threat I personally feel that this move puts them on equal footing with the Rams I actually like the Niners to win the division now I really do I like their team to win the division I think defensively Debo Samuel George Kittle running game Again, I'm a little concerned about the offensive line, but the Rams, to me, they got lucky as hell in Tampa on a horrible call by Todd Bowles on an all-out blitz, right? And Cooper Cup got the long touchdown, one of the worst calls of the year. The Niners had a dropped interception in the fourth quarter that was a momentum changer and probably would have changed the outcome of the NFC Championship. You know, the Rams are good, but I don't think the Rams are, like, that much better than San Francisco. And you have the uncertainty with the elbow, with Matt Stafford. So I like the 49ers. I think they're in a very good position right now. I really do. All right, let's open up some uh, phone calls here. Let's get right to it. And why don't we start with uh, Ryan? Hey, Ryan, hope you had a good weekend. How are you? Hey, what's up, Grant? How you doing? I'm good. Thank you. Didn't realize I hit my button that soon. Didn't mean to, but that's all right. Let's go. Because I completely disagree yeah. with you. Sure. Do the Niners get more security at the quarterback position? Absolutely. But this is the 49ers saying, we possibly made a mistake in drafting Trey Lance. And if you're Trey Lance, you are looking your, or over your shoulder every mistake you may make. You can't tell me that there is not more pressure on him now than there was before if Jimmy G wasn't there. You know, I'm not worried about pressure on an NFL quarterback. Aaron Rodgers went through this. Aaron Rodgers was booed going into the first scrimmage in the stadium 
after Brett Favre left. He was booed by thousands and thousands and thousands of fans. Nobody had more pressure on him than Aaron Rodgers, and he ended up being one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL. When you play the quarterback position, unlike many other positions, pressure to me is a given. And if you can't handle having a veteran backup on the team, you're probably not going to succeed anyway. So I don't really think it matters. I really don't. Well, Grant, the difference here is you gave up three first-round picks to trade up for Trey Lance. You can't tell me, or I don't believe anybody can tell me, that the situation is now different with Trey Lance and Jimmy still on the roster. They gave Trey Lance all the starting reps in training camp, and you know how beloved Jimmy Garoppolo is in that locker room. So if Trey Lance is not playing well, what's that going to do for the locker room? I I, I just feel like it's going to be a huge distraction all year. The name of the game is to win. And the 49ers, in my opinion, have put themselves in a better position to win, whether it's Trey Lance or Jimmy Garoppolo. And I don't care if they gave up 50 first-round picks. The bottom line is the 49ers are a Super Bowl-caliber team in a lot of positions. I really believe that. And if it's Trey Lance, great. If it's not Trey Lance, then that's fine too. And here's the other deal. We already know what kind of quarterback Garoppolo is. Nobody knows, including Kyle Shanahan, what kind of quarterback Trey Lance is going to be in a real game situation starting on September 11th. Let's just for sake of argument, let's say the Niners made a mistake like the Bears made a mistake with Mitchell Trubisky. Now, again, I'm just going to start off with this side. If they made a mistake, then they're much better off having a quarterback that they already know is on the roster that can take the team very far. Conversely, if they didn't make a mistake and Lance shows that he is worthy of the big trade a little more than a year ago, and he shows that early in the season, then it's a moot point. The only way that Garoppolo will ever get on the field, Ryan, is if Trey Lance gets injured. Oh, I don't buy that, Grant. I, I don't oh, buy he's that not playing. There's no way in the world Garoppolo is getting on the field unless Trey Lance is hurt. Grant, you're you Grant. So the way I see this is this is and so when I'm talking about Trey Lance and his confidence, yeah, he's not gonna come out to the media yep. and say I'm shaken by it, the organization talked to me, I'm good, or you know, I'm upset about it. But the way I see this, especially with the no trade clause, is this is Jimmy G's way to get out of San Francisco if a QB one goes down in the first few weeks. And now he has the control with the no trade clause and they restructured because you know what, what was it? 19 million grand. Right. Originally? But that doesn't affect Trey Lance. No, it doesn't that affect part Trey of the Lance. But what right. I'm saying is this affects trade value for the Niners and Jimmy G in a positive way, because if a QB one goes down 6.5 million to go grab Jimmy G is yes. much better than 19 million. Can you tell me another yes. team that's going to pay 19 million for Jimmy G with one year on his no. contract? That's another reason why it was such a tremendous move by the 49ers. It was a very good move business-wise, and it was a very good move to now have a bona fide, you know what you have in the backup quarterback position. I don't see any negatives in this at all. I personally think you're putting too much on whether Trey Lance can handle the pressure or not. He's a National Football League quarterback. If he can't handle having a player like Jimmy Garoppolo on the team, he's probably not going to succeed anyway. I don't worry about that at all. You either are going to go out and play based on your ability, based on the confidence. And that's the one thing the 49ers brass of John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan, they have given this kid all the confidence he needs 
from day one back in the spring. They said he's going to be the starting quarterback. Nothing has changed throughout the summer. Nothing has changed going into week one. He knows he's the starting quarterback for the 49ers. They have shown confidence in him. Okay, now, now it is up to him to show Shanahan and Lynch that he is worthy of their confidence. Sure. And, but Grant, do you not put any weight to the fact that Jimmy was dismissed from training camp? Do you think that didn't have no. something to play into Trey Lance's mindset? It may have or, or may not. Again, I may be wrong here. I think you're putting way too much into Trey Lance's mental state. I'm not worried about his mental state. I'm really not. He's the quarterback of one of 32 teams. He knows that the team has an, a lot of confidence in him. And a lot of people think that he has a chance to be one of the top caliber quarterbacks in the NFL. Okay, now's your chance. Go out and show everyone that the Niners made the right decision in the draft two years ago when they gave up so much to get you. Now go out and show everyone that the Niners made the right decision. I don't I don't see any negatives to it at all. I just don't see any at all. And let's say let's say Lance does not play well in September. And let's let's say he plays so poorly that it's a no brainer that you have to put Garoppolo on the field, well, then all of a sudden you have a quarterback that you know can win you a lot of games and get you into the playoffs. Well, does that put Lynch in the hot seat for trading yes. three first-round picks? Absolutely, 100%. Just like I put the general manager of the Bears in the hot seat, who's not there anymore. Absolutely, 100%. Exactly. All right, so you asked about a better backup quarterback. You know what? I can tell you who the worst backup quarterback is in the league, and I'm tired of hearing cupcake and smashing my Seahawks, even though it's true. But Geno Smith, worst backup quarterback in the league. Yep. Yeah, but now he's a starting quarterback. Well, until Drew Locke comes back. Right, but, I mean, he's starting quarterback right now, so he's not even a backup quarterback. So he's the worst starting quarterback in the NFL right now. Would you agree with that? Uh, I would agree with that 100%. What do you think about the talk and the banter that the reason Jimmy wasn't released is they were worried about him going to the Seahawks? And I think you hit this on your rant as well. I didn't see that happening. I really don't. I, 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 if Jimmy Garoppolo goes to Seattle, to me, they're still not a playoff team. And it didn't make sense no. to me for Seattle because if I'm Seattle right now and I got Geno Smith or Drew Locke on my team, I would rather just you know have one of these miserable years Get your next Russell Wilson in the draft, which there are some very good quarterbacks coming out next year's draft. I think the Seahawks, their their best chance of getting back to where they just were is with a young, talented quarterback in the draft, as opposed to Garoppolo, who might win you four games more or five games more, and then you're in no man's land. You didn't make the playoffs, but you're not bad enough where you're going to get one of those top quarterbacks coming out in the draft. So to me, uh, if I'm a Seahawks fan, I'm like, okay, I've had a decade of tremendous success. I've had a decade of playoffs. I've had a decade of a Super Bowl and another Super Bowl. All right, I'm willing to take a really bad year, a down year, if it means I can get myself a franchise quarterback. As a fan, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I, you know what? We have had success. Certainly that second Super Bowl was a little bit disappointing, some bad play calling, but um, that happens. That being said, uh, how's your hair doing, man? You you still prepping? My, getting ready? My hair. Yeah, I'm getting ready. And, uh, you know, we've been hitting it pretty hard on social media on September 12th. So, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. I'm ready to roll. And as far as what we were, you know, talking about, you know, I'm good with, uh, you know, the number two or the number one, you know, whatever you 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 decide on that, you know, but I'm going to have fun. You're going to have fun. It's going to be for a great cause for charity. And 
you know, we're putting everything out on our social media links and uh, my the website that is out. By the way, uh, Jay and his wife did a phenomenal job on that website. Absolutely, Absolutely. phenomenal. So um, great job right there. I'm I'm excited, man. It's uh, you know what's amazing is how close it is. I can't believe how close it is. We're I know we're two days away from September first. I mean, that's crazy. I can't believe that it's already going to be Labor Day weekend. Yeah, it, it snuck up on us for sure, but it's going to be a great, great time, great event, other than the Seahawks getting their butts kicked, which I already know is going to happen. But, uh, yeah, no, I can't wait for it, Grant. Thank you so much uh, for your time. It's going to be fun. Thank and you, Jay, And uh, your wife, thank you so much. So, Grant, have a great day. Guys, have a great day. Callers. You later. too, Ryan. Take care, buddy. All right, bye-bye. All right, let's get to uh, some more phone calls, and uh, we go from Ryan to Jeff right here on this Tuesday show. Hello, Jeff. How hey, are you Grant. today? Hey, Grant, I'm ecstatic. You know, I've been all along wanting Jimmy G to be an insurance policy. And I think yep. I think that's a pretty cheap insurance policy. I mean, with the incentives and $9 million, and then if he gets on the field, you know, he does get his bonuses. But $9 million, uh, that's pretty cheap incentive uh, insurance policy. It's a win-win for the 49ers. I think this is a phenomenal move. Uh, I think this solidifies them as a true bona fide Super Bowl contender. I really do. Yeah, I, I think it's smart. Hey, I wanted to get to tennis. I'm not a huge tennis fan, but I did watch Serena, her game last night and all the hype and all the all the yep. stuff. Did you watch it? I did not. I did not see it. I was out with uh, my friends, so I did not watch any tennis. Oh, well, I was listening to First Take this morning, and they were saying your buddy, Chris Russo, they were kind of getting on Chris about saying that uh, Serena wasn't the best female tennis player of all time. What's your take? Well, Chris, first of all, is a tennis historian, and it's probably the most knowledgeable tennis person that I have ever been around. Uh, he idolizes the sport, watches all the events, and is not just a casual tennis fan. So I will say that. Who did he think was the greatest women's tennis player of all time? I think I'm pretty sure they said he picked Martina. Uh -huh. Well, it would be interesting. It would be interesting to see Martina in her prime with the modern day racket play uh, Serena in her prime. That would be one hell of a match. I would say that. And the second one he brought up was Chris Everett, but uh, I don't know about that. Well, Chris Everett's one of the great players of all time. Personally, I would put Serena ahead of Chris Everett. I was having this conversation with a, a guy that I swim with in the mornings about Martina. And I said to him this morning, I would love to have seen Martina in her prime with the modern equipment, because the rackets are a lot different now when she played against Serena in her prime. I think those would be right. unbelievable, unbelievable matches. You're, you're right on. And it's sad. I mean, uh, I liked how Fox News uh, put the White House on the spot when they're asking, you know, basically why the tennis player, Djokovic, uh, can't play in the tournament, yet we're letting everybody across the border with unvaccinated. Just a pure double standard. Yep. And, and, the, and the woman couldn't even answer the question. Of course she can't answer the question because she knows the answer to the question, but she doesn't want to say the answer to the question because it's going to make the administration look bad. It's a, it's a disgrace. It's an absolute joke. And I'm so happy, you know, that Aaron Rodgers and Joe Rogan talked about this on their podcast last week, you know, about the hypocrisy uh, yeah. with the messaging as it relates to COVID. I mean, we've learned a lot, but because we've learned a lot, now it's time to you know, do what's right. Open up the borders to people that are unvaccinated and let them come into the country legally 
Uh, we have millions of Americans in this country right now who are unvaccinated and nobody has a problem with it. So now all of a sudden you can't allow others to come in. And here's the other issue. Novak Djokovic. All right. Let's talk about him for a minute. He'd be flying in on a private jet, staying in a private residence, playing a sport outdoors, and he can't play in the U.S. Open. It's a joke. It's an absolute joke. <laughs> ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. Outdoors. I mean, the closest person he come to is the uh, is the. The referee, the guy that sits in the middle chair, you know. Not even that close. I know. So it's ridiculous. All right, Grant. Thank you. Take it easy. Thank you. Have a good day. Take care. Bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Let's get to uh, Waggus right here on Listen App. Hey, Waggus, how are you today? Good, good, Grant. So obviously last Friday we were going back and forth about this Jimmy Garoppolo thing. And then, you know, you because I remembered your conversation and you had said, you know, they can't keep him because of the cap hit and all that. And then I told you, well, you know, Shanahan can go to Lynch and be like, you know, see if we can restructure, or do what we need to do or if this is his quarterback. So so I guess my question is, because I was listening to the previous two calls you keep on saying that now the Niners are a legitimate threat. Why Why do you say that now? Because it's not like the quarterback position has changed. He He's just a backup. Uh, the quarterback position has changed greatly, in my opinion, for two reasons. Number one, if Trey Lance okay. gets hurt, you now know that you have a guy that can step in and run the team uh, to uh, a very high level. That's number one. Number two, I believe okay. that Trey Lance is not going to be given – a lot of time to show that he does deserve to have the keys to the car. I think he'll be given a couple of games and the Niners have a very soft schedule to open up the season, which I think benefits Trey Lance and the 49ers. So the reason why I say that if he struggles and they still win, that gives Shanahan more opportunities to keep getting Lance reps. But if it proves that this guy is not ready for prime time, and that is a real possibility. All right. We have to acknowledge that Trey Lance may not be ready to take on this role, then at that point, you go to the bullpen and bring out Garoppolo. And at that point, the Niners, to me, are as good as any team in the NFC. I don't know right now if they're as as good as any team in the NFC because I haven't seen Trey Lance play enough, either of you, either as Kyle Shanahan or anyone else. Nobody knows how Trey Lance is going to do. We don't know. It's an unknown. There's not an unknown with Garoppolo, but there is an unknown with Lance. That's why I say that. Okay, so, okay, so basically, uh, okay, I get it. So basically, you were saying because of the unknown factor, now we have a security blanket, makes us a yes. legitimate threat. Okay, and now you talked about the O line issues. Do you think that 
Who do you think would be a better quarterback if we do have major O-line issues throughout the year? Well, if you're talking about escapability, obviously that is Trey Lance. But what happens with quarterbacks that run in the NFL? A lot of times they get dinged up and they get hurt. And the last time I looked, uh, you don't help a team if you're hurt and on the sideline. So it's kind of a catch-22. But Garoppolo also is able to get the ball out fairly quickly. They could go to to a dink-and-dunk style with one of the great tight ends in the NFL and Kittle. Uh, Backs coming out of the backfield. They can get the ball to Debo Samuel. I mean, there's a lot. Kyle Shanahan is is one of the most uh, amazing offensive innovators uh, in the game. So that part probably we're we're – overblowing a little bit but I am a little concerned about the offensive line I mean it's 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 significantly different than it was last year that is for sure and I think the Niners uh you have to watch that early in the season I think that is going to be a a factor absolutely and again I think it's very advantageous for them that they have such a relatively easy schedule to start the season I'm not saying going into Soldier Field and beating the Bears is going to be easy. But what I am saying is the Bears are not very good. They don't look like a very good team. So to me, the Niners should be able to win that game with their defense. I really believe that. Okay. And, and this is just my, in, in my personal opinion, I really think deep down Shanahan is not sold on Lance this year. And I think that's why this was done. That's just my opinion. I mean, he'll, he'll never admit it obviously. Cause you know, you know, yeah. So, um, but uh, come Kyle Shanahan right now, at this yeah. very second, he knows who gives him the best chance to win a Super Bowl. He already knows that. All right. And I, I agree with you. I think he'd probably say that quarterback is not Trey Lance. But I also believe that Shanahan is very intrigued with the upside of Trey Lance because he does fit the system of offense that Shanahan likes more. So I think that's very intriguing to Shanahan. But I think there is that unknown. I think Kyle Shanahan would tell you that too. I really believe that. Right, and then and then kind of uh, shifting gears, the only team that really scares me in the NFC. I want to get your take on it. I know they were talking about it on first take this morning. It's the Saints. The Saints have a top defense. Michael Thomas is coming back. I know Jim, Jimison Winston. I mean, obviously, if he can clear up his inter- interception percentage, the throw percentage, uh, he could be a really really top quarterback in this league. So. I wanted to ask you, where do you where do you think the do you think Saints are a sleeper team that could just wow everybody? No, okay. no, and I don't. And the reason is very simple: it's because of Jameis Winston. Why would you think that all of a sudden he's going to stop throwing bad interceptions at this point in his career? I mean, he's been in the league a long time, and to me, he is what he is. I mean, he was a first round pick all the way back in 2015. All right, it's 2022 now. Uh, there are times where he just looks great. And then the very next week, he'll look absolutely awful. Uh, I'm not sold on Dennis Allen. I did not think he was a good head coach with the Raiders. Matter of fact, I thought he was way out of place as a head coach with the Raiders. That was a while ago. Maybe he's learned. Maybe he'll handle things differently. But I can't get behind Winston. Here's the other issue that I would be concerned at if I'm a fan of New Orleans. I think at some point this season, Alvin Kamara will be removed from the field because of uh, what happened uh, allegedly before the Pro Bowl where he is facing uh, felony assault. So I think that's going to be a big factor as well for the Saints because I don't think he's going to be on the field uh, for the whole season. So, but I thought that his trial thing got moved to next year. It did. Well, not next year. Uh, It's still unknown. There are many that think that it would be tabled 
until 2023. And by the way, that's another just huge hypocrisy of the National Football yeah. League. It's a joke. It's an absolute joke. It really is that he's going to be able to play in week yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if he did it, you know, obviously, you know, go through the legal process. I suspended for six, eight games, you know, send a message, you know, at the end of the day, yeah, it's a joke. at the end of the day, you know, in my opinion, it doesn't matter if you're a janitor or if you're an NFL player. You have to abide by rules. And if you don't, there's consequences for that. So. Well, okay. I'm not going to equate uh, battery with rape, okay? Yep. They're both yep. really bad. But yeah, here's – here, here, but, but I am going to tell you the difference based on what we know yeah. today. The police in Las Vegas have video of Alvin Kamara and his three friends – beating the crap out of a guy it's on video okay it's not black and white excuse me it's not gray area it's black and white there's no gray area they have the video they also have alvin Kamara admitting to hitting the guy okay now in the case of and i'm sorry i forget his name off the top of my head the punter that was just released yes thank you because um of an alleged gang rape of a 17 year old right now okay no criminal charges have been filed this individual filed a civil suit. Now, yep. I'm only I'm only speaking from my chair in my condo right now. I'm not in law enforcement. I'm not a prosecutor. I'm not anything other than somebody that is reading the events of what allegedly happened. How come there's not been any criminal charges filed against the individuals that have been accused by her of this egregious act? That's number one. Number two, the yeah. Duke lacrosse team, okay? And that story years ago that ruined a lot of people's lives that ended up being completely fictitious, untrue, and put the Duke lacrosse team and their head coach through hell, okay? Reuben Foster's girlfriend, yeah, not yeah. once, but twice, accused him of assault and domestic violence, both times. Yes. It was determined that she was lying. So how is it that in the National Football League, we have an individual, Alvin Kamara, who is going to be playing in week one at Atlanta, who has already been charged with felony battery, okay? And yet we have another individual who has not been charged, who is, it's right now, she said against he said, okay? To me, there is... Tons of gray area in the alleged rape that occurred in San Diego with several individuals. So do you understand where I'm going here? I don't understand it. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I, I think what you're trying to get at, you know, here, I'll say it, the, the equality that we continue to bring up. But unfortunately, you know, it, it's case by case. You know, see, if you really truly want to have equality, you should treat every person the same way, no matter what, you know, and have the same policies for everybody. And and you're absolutely right. Now, obviously, if Ariza, you know, I'm just saying, if he did do this, he should be out of the league permanently. As far well, he, he should, should be, be in jail. jail. He should be in jail yeah. if he did this. He shouldn't be out of the league. He yeah. should be in prison. Right. So but go ahead. Yeah. And then and then Camara, obviously, his offense is is pretty bad, but not as bad as that. But you know, I I would be okay if the league came out and suspended him for eight to ten games. And then, you know, whatever legal side he's got to handle and find him. 
just to send a message, you know. So obviously, every punishment can't be the same. But if you do have somebody that's in legal trouble like that, and you, you, you yeah, I, I just feel like if somebody is in, you know, with all these situations coming out, it, from playing standpoint of view, it should be like, okay, until you can get this resolved, you can't play, right? So, because there's always a great, that's just my take. But I do agree with you. And let me ask you again. Again, I'm not. I'm not in law enforcement. I'm not in the judicial system. I'm just an individual trying to figure out what's going on. How come there have been no criminal charges in the yeah, case know. involving a reason? The well, others. I mean, I don't understand that. I'm sorry, I don't understand it. Yeah. So um, yeah. No. So it's funny because I was watching First Take this morning, and Stephen A. did say that the DA is looking into this. So we don't know if there's going to be charges or not. But you're right. There hasn't been. There's been a lot of pictures online, but there, but you never filed charges, and that's where it kind of gets a little confusing, right? Okay, because I, I don't know, I don't know if you've been following along the story, but but she's posted pictures online of the alleged. Yes, yeah, I've seen so, that. but she hasn't filed a complaint yet. So, or or uh, I, I don't know, I don't know, but Stephen A. did say that the DA is looking into it, but I do agree with you. One person has filed a charges filed against him, and we can go with the Deshaun Watson thing too. Same thing, you know, because I, I know not everybody, but one person yep. hasn't, right? So, yeah, it's it's yeah. well in the Deshaun Watson case though, yeah. there were there were multiple yeah, multiple multiple people that accused him of this, which to me, you yeah. know, I I I can't imagine that they all have colluded and tried to ruin his life, considering that most of these women didn't know each other. So that that to me is 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 separate. In this case. In San Diego, we have right now, based on what I know, on what I've read, we have her word, her complaint, her uh, allegations against Ariza and the others, who, by the way, have said he wasn't there. He didn't do it. He's not, you know, or whatever. I'm I'm speaking from his attorney. So so now he can't play in the National Football League. Okay, what happens? And I'm only saying this. What happens if it's found out that he is innocent of the allegations by this young lady? What what happens to him then? His life has been completely, he has a label attached to his name forever. He has to deal with this forever. Uh, He's lost an opportunity for the time being to play in the National Football League. Again, we have yeah. seen it before. I'm talking to a lot of Northern California sports fans Ruben right Foster. now with Reuben Foster. Foster. I mean, think about what happened to him, yeah, right? But, yeah, but Grant, the Niners handled that well, right? It's only the second time they released him, right? The first time, they stood by him. Yes. The second time they released him because, you know, because because I think Correct. they didn't want the discretion anymore because he kept on going back to her, right? But but they, I mean, I mean, I mean the, the, because I remember the original complaint that you read over the years and you're like, if this is any true, Ruben Foster does not deserve to play. But then but then you also read the Niners That's correct. made it clear that 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 they have more information and they're sticking by him. And then I believe two weeks later, um, she basically went in front of a judge and she told a judge, I made the entire thing up. You know. And, and that's and, correct. Yeah. Yep. And, but joke. he still got two so, games. So which which Yes, but but again, yeah. but 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 what I'm saying is yeah. You, when I talk about Alvin Kamara, when you have video yeah. evidence, yeah. that changes the ball game for me. Yeah. It changes I, everything. I, I agree. Yeah, I, and but, and they have the surveillance video of the attack on the individual, 
So it's not like disputed. Okay. I just think when you have a video, again, I hate to go back and say this, but we all saw what happened to George Floyd. We all saw it. There was no, there was no gray area there. There's nobody that could have looked at that video and said, well, maybe, no, there was never a maybe. We saw what happened. We saw that the police officer, Derek Chauvin, killed the man on the street in Minneapolis. It wasn't like, well, maybe he had a gun. No, he didn't. Well, maybe he was, no, he wasn't. Maybe, no, it wasn't. He was murdered on the street. We saw it, okay? I mean, when you have video, Ray Rice in the elevator, it changes everything. We don't have video of Reza and the three individuals with this alleged victim. We have her word, her accusations that are unfounded right now, that have not been proven true, that we don't really know whether it is true or not. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. It's like common sense has gone out the window, you know, and and for, for such a big organization like this, you would think that NFL would have some sort of a, I don't know, a common sense team on handling situations like this, yep. but they don't, right? Um, you know, so I don't know if NBA is any better, but I there's a lot less cases in the NBA that come out, um, but, but I feel like, you know, Adam Silver is a better commissioner than, you know, Roger any day of the week, so... Um, even I agree though, with you there. Even though Adam has had there. his own issues of late, you know. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, but I, he's definitely a better commissioner. I don't think there's any question about that. So, so just lastly, so when are so I got the draft this Friday. So when are we gonna have the whole drafting uh, about fantasy? You know what? I have reached out to a couple of individuals about getting them on as a guest, and I haven't even gotten a return email. So I don't think we are going to be doing okay. fantasy unless, unless you know, we want to get like you, you and a few others to have, I can put you all on stage at the same time and you can all talk about it amongst yourselves and we can have kind of a round table discussion that way. We can do that. But I thought I was going to be able to get a guest on for fantasy, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen now. I've made efforts. I've tried, I've emailed uh, individuals and have not even gotten a return email. So if you want to, if you would like to do a round table, with a couple of other of our listeners like Ryan, who I know was very interested in anyone else, we can do that. We'll pick out a day. Yeah. We'll have three or four on round tables. You guys can take questions. We can have fun and we can have a segment that way. It's up to you guys. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then, and then on the 12th, um, so I know you're going to be there. Jerry's going to be there. Uh, would the great Carmichael day be there as well? I have not talked to Dave. I just texted him yesterday and uh, I'm waiting to hear back from him. So he may or may not. I'll invite him for sure. Okay, definitely. All right, Grant, it's been a pleasure as always. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, let's move along. Let's get to uh, some more phone calls and we get to Jerry. Hey, Jerry, what's going on today? Hey, Grant, how are you, sir? Good, thank you. Hey, Grant, you know what? I've, you know what? With all this NFL, uh, you know what? The NFL is not going to change, my friend, because you know what? Why should they, Grant? People like us that are junkies that are going to tune in every Thursday, every Monday, every Sunday to get our fix. Why? Why should they change? Ratings are good. Ratings are solid. Why? Why should it change? Yeah, I'm with you. It's not going to change. Uh, The NFL is not going anywhere. It is the number one sport in America. It has been for a long time. And even with the rule changes and everything else and uh, it's still there. Uh, let's face it. I think that, you know, betting definitely has a lot to do with that. A lot of people 
bet on games, which uh, increases the interest. There's a lot of legalized gambling now in a lot of states in America. So that has also increased the interest. Fantasy has increased the interest. I mean, most people have fantasy leagues now, so they're into it. Yes, you're right. It's not going to change. I don't see it changing at all. Grant, you think if the ratings were starting to suffer, you think we would see drastic changes? Yes, I do. I do. And Grant, a couple more things, Grant. Uh, when you think of when you think of think of pro sport commissioners like David Stern, what do you think uh, he will be always known for? Like his legacy. Uh, I think the number one thing when I think of David Stern is he had the idea of making the NBA a global game, and people laughed at him. And he made the NBA into a global sport. And I think that his legacy starts with that. He took the NBA and made it a global game. And think about how so many countries since that occurred, whether we're talking about Australia, whether we're talking about Argentina, whether we're talking about France, okay? We're talking about now countries that were never thought of as basketball countries, not only competing against the United States in the Olympics and doing pretty well, and in the case of Mano Ginobili and Argentina winning a gold medal, but the rest of the world has come pretty close. They haven't caught up yet to the United States, but they've gotten better. Look at all the tremendous uh, players that come out of France and Australia. And I think that's David Stern's greatest legacy. That's my opinion. And Grant, one more, uh, Roger Goodell, when he decides to finally hang it up, what is he going to be remembered for from his legacy? That's a hard question to answer because he is still the commissioner of the NFL and there are probably many years ahead of his career. But if he were to step down today, in my opinion, it has been the inconsistency in turbulent times regardless of whether it was the national anthem, social issues, things of that nature. I think he's been extremely inconsistent as commissioner of the NFL. That's how I would judge him. And Grant, if he would step down now, what grade would you give him? I would give him a C. I would give him a C. I mean, I have to understand it's a multi-billion dollar enterprise. The TV contracts are through the roof. The game is unbelievably popular. And, you know, he is the commissioner of a sport. But I think he has been, I think he's lost a lot of confidence from NFL fans. I think a lot of NFL fans have lost confidence in him as a commissioner. And I know it's very fashionable to boo commissioners. I get that. But if he were to step on each field, during the NFL season with a microphone to talk to the crowd, he would get booed off the field. All right. In every stadium in America. (laughs) Grant, don't forget what David Stern said. He said, uh, in our country, when they boo you, it's a sign of respect. (laughs) I do remember that. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. (laughs) Thank you for the time, Grant. Great show. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Okay. Round two, name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I told you the story of David Stern, right? In Bengen, Switzerland. It was, I think, 2015, but don't. Nail me on that. So David Stern, I had just seen David in New York in April for the premiere of the 30 for 30 down in the Valley at the Tribeca Film Festival. And we had a huge gathering after that uh, kind of a red carpet deal at a restaurant in lower Manhattan. And David Stern was there. A lot of the dignitaries, uh, obviously, the people affiliated with the documentary and 30 for 30 were there. Jason Hare, who directed it. Uh, Mayor Kevin Johnson was there. A lot of people were there. And I remember taking some pictures with David Stern and everything else. So that summer, uh, my wife and I are in a hotel in tiny, tiny Bengen, Switzerland. Okay. And we're at a hotel uh, in a town that is very small. And the hotel is not even like in the middle of the town. It's kind of up against the hill. And my wife and I were at breakfast. And she goes, uh, David Stern's over there. I'm like, what are you talking about? She goes, that's David Stern. I'm like, where? She goes, I just saw him when I was coming back from getting, it was a breakfast buffet type of a deal. I'm like, no way. I go, I got to check this out. So I get up and David Stern is over near where the breads and everything are. And I'm in front of where the fruit is. And I look and I'm like, oh my God, that's David Stern. And I go, David. And he looks at me, pauses for like five seconds in disbelief and goes, Grant, what are you doing here? And I said, I was just going to ask you the same question. He goes, my wife and I come here every single summer. It is our sanctuary. And I'm like, wow. And so we talked for a few minutes. He went back to his table with his wife. And I'm sitting there having breakfast with my wife. He gets up and he walks over to us and he goes, hey, Grant, I just need to tell you, please don't mention this to anyone that I'm here. He goes, because this is my sanctuary. I said, don't even worry about it. Never in a million years. Okay, not going to happen. The point being that David Stern could go to little tiny Bengen, Switzerland, all right, stay on his balcony overlooking the Alps uh, where the Jungfrau region was, and nobody knew him. Nobody at the hotel knew him. Nobody at the hotel knew him. And he could go there, and he could be a private person. And again, he called it his sanctuary. And I never told that story until David passed, and then I told the story. but. That was amazing to be in a tiny, and I mean tiny, go look it up, Bangan, 
W-E-N-G-E-N, Wengen, Switzerland. Google it and see how small of a town that is. And the hotel was up against a, a mountain all by itself. And I still couldn't believe it. So that's, that's my David Stern story. And uh, then when he came out for the unveiling of the opening of the Golden One Center, uh, it was just a festive, festive atmosphere. And I went up to him. I go, going to be going to Switzerland again this summer? And he goes, he put his finger up against his lips and then said, yep. <laughs> like, I gotcha. Oh, my gosh. Oh, he was a great man. Uh, he was a great commissioner, arguably the best commissioner uh, that we have had. No question about that. Hey, if you want to get in on the show today, hit your hand icon. We got the uh, college football season, the NFL. We got everything else that we can uh, hit on right here. Why don't we say hello to John on this Tuesday? What's up, John? How are you? Oh, working hard, Grant. Uh, happy Tuesday to you, though. How was your long weekend? It was good. It was good. I had a really good weekend. Thank you. <laughs> That's great. I had a great weekend, too. I went fishing, and I caught no fish, but I didn't do no work. You know what? Can I make a suggestion? Put some bait on, put yeah. some bait on the hook next time, okay? What's bait? <laughs> You're a beauty. Uh, well, hey, the Sanford, the talk about San Francisco quarterback situation. My God, it couldn't be better. Um, and looking at I my know. Cowboys, the only thing we have no backup. We cut Cooper Rush. So on our 53 man roster right now, Grant, Dak is the only guy. So every, you know, I, I don't know why San Francisco fans are all worried about this. And if Trey Lance is going to be butthurt about having Jimmy on the roster, he is not the guy. And then they did miss on him, and then they're going to be so damn happy that they have Jimmy, who's so far been a consummate professional. You know, I'd love to have him as my backup. Yeah, yeah it's a no-brainer. Yep. Yeah, it is a no-brainer, you know. So that's what I had to say. So I think you nailed it, and Ryan was a little, you know. Well, you know, everybody's oh, entitled to their me. opinions. I don't agree with Ryan. Totally I think he's over. Him. I think he's overvaluing. Uh, what I mean by overvaluing, I think he is putting too much on the pressure of Trey Lance. I don't put. I'm not worried about that at a quarterback. Yeah, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. He's putting too much, thinking that uh, he can't handle it. And well, damn it, Trey Lance has been around long enough. If he can't handle it, they probably would have known by now. So, and those two guys have done well. You know, they've been on the same roster. They were on the same roster last year. They're going to be switching positions. That's all. Yep. I, I'm with you. you know, and, and I ain't a Niners fan, but they look. And here's, the, and here's the other deal. If Trey, if Trey Lance goes down with an injury in the first half at Chicago, 49er fans are going to be rejoicing that they have a quarterback that they can count on instead of their season being over. Because if Trey Lance goes down with an injury and Garoppolo's not on the roster, guess what? The 49er season just ended. Dude, because all of the weapons that they have offensively, Kittle, I, yep. I can't name them all. Debo, Debo, Samuel, Ayuk. Yeah, they're all they, they get, they're loaded. They're loaded. They are ready, and they're ready to go. And you know, it's been proven the last few years they've gotten far. They've gotten far. Yeah. And Jimmy, just because a silly throw in the Super Bowl or, or two, and you know, just a few silly things. All in all, he got you there through the season you know injury a little bit here and there but really people talk about injuries really he's played most of them there have been three or four games here 
you know, he's really not been hey, that bad. He's 35 and 16 as a starter for the 49ers. So that tells you a lot. <laughs> yeah, that tells you right there. If you, you know, put a zero on both of those and he's a Hall of Famer. Hey, John, always good hearing from you, buddy. You take care, okay? Do the same, Grant. All right, bye-bye now. All right, let's get to some more phone calls, and we say hello to Brian. Hello, Brian. Welcome to Listen Up. How are you today? Hey, I'm good, Grant. I uh, hope you're doing well. It's been a good show with Thank the, the conversation. And, uh, you know, I was never thrilled about just cutting Jimmy, you know, going into the season, which it seemed that way or the rumor. So this restructuring of the contract and – John really echoed and said it succinctly, you know, my opinion. So not to recap it, but the other thing is if an injury does occur, you know, and it just every year there's quarterbacks who go down and you just don't know if it's your team or not at any given year. And with the NFC wide open this year, in my opinion, and probably even more than years past. I mean, if you look at these teams, you can argue, strengths weaknesses but you just don't know who's going to come out of this pack and if you just can't get into that dance you just you could be that team out of the seven that makes it that's how i see the nfc no question and i'm right with you on that i think it's up for grabs totally agree yeah and with our other positions loaded and it would be and it's happened to the niner fans like jimmy's gone down uh a couple years ago and our season was over sure absolutely so yep so no question the restructuring i'm relieved uh I think Jimmy is the perfect compliment professional to handle the backup role. You could tell they, based on what I've gathered from the media, they have a good working relationship. And uh, it's, you know, as you alluded to, and, you know, John, a moment ago, if Trey can't handle that and Jimmy is a quarterback that understands his role, uh, then we got a problem either way. So uh, either way, I'm relieved in terms of that situation because I think just cutting him just would have been an awful spot given that you know we were going to trade him we didn't trade him and we cut him and that's the end of that and, and and no no insurance as a backup so uh anyhow just echoing John's comment but added a few things thanks man appreciate it you take care appreciate the uh, call as always all right let's get to uh, some more phone calls and uh, we get to a uh, left uh, Is it? I'm keep on. I always pronounce your name wrong. Lefteris. Yeah, Lefteris. Yeah, I'm sorry, Lefteris. Good to hear from you today. What can I do for you? Hi, I have a question for you. So let's say Trey Lance start the season, and then a couple games he go hurt, and Jimmy Garoppolo comes on, and then he take them all the way to the Super Bowl, and they win it. So what happened at the end of the year? I mean, they another year. <laughs> That's a great question, Jimmy. That's a that's a great question. I think at that point, then going to Trey Lance. That's a great question. I think a lot would also depend on how Trey Lance had been playing before he got hurt. If he had shown a lot of promise and showed that he is without question, you know, the quarterback of the future, then I don't think Garoppolo would be back even if he won a Super Bowl. It's a very good question, though. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. You take care. All right. Appreciate it very much. All right. Good show today. Tomorrow it's Open Forum Wednesday. All right. Open Forum Wednesday tomorrow. Looking forward to that. Make it a good rest of the day. Thanks very much for being here on Listen App. So long, everybody.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.